This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio! I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Keck. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Gene Craighead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? Raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. <laughs> oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid, it's childish, and I would never do that to you. Lois Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hands. I take care of feral cats. There's a meatball. It's in the house. <laughs> Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller. I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you back to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I it's truly can't too. tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Yeah. Come in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you know what they say about the fittest? And welcome to another edition of Young Persons Radio, the comedy talk program this and every Sunday morning from 10 to 11 here on Radio Free Brooklyn. I hope everybody is uh, sticking around from Fifth and Long, which just had uh, what their fourth episode. Uh, it's the, the breakaway sports talk hit of the Radio Free Brooklyn season here. That's Fifth and Long with Gabe and Timmy every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. before us here. And we are followed at 11 a.m. by Two Thumbs Undecided, the movie review show. That's at 11, then at noon, the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie, and then at 1 p.m., Objection to the Rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we have every possible base covered here on Talk Show Sunday on Radio Free Brooklyn. Our number, 718-928-9732. If you'd like to call in at any point during the program, that's 718-928-9732. So much going on right now. There are three big cultural moments that we are at right now, folks. One, Avengers Endgame. It's in theaters. Two, Game of Thrones final season airing Sunday nights on HBO. And three, the Radio Free Brooklyn Healing Headbands fundraiser, 
which is happening this Tuesday, May 7th at 6.30 p.m. at the LIU Tilly's Center in Brookville, New York. So here's the thing, folks. Laughter, it's the best medicine, or so this paper says. So join Healing Headbands Project at the second annual Art Heals Fundraiser on May 7th at 6.30 p.m. at LIU's Tilly Center and laugh, create, heal. Indulge in delicious food and drinks, take in incredible performances by female rock band Antigone Rising and the Moving On Dancers, and belly laugh, that's right, belly laugh, with humor strategist Paul Cup, which has got to be a character, right? <laughs> humor strategist Paul Cup. Proceeds go towards supporting children in hospitals with serious illnesses. Uh, so get your tickets today at www.healingheadbands.com. That's healingheadbands.com. We also want to welcome everybody who is listening either at radiofreebrooklyn.com or on the go using the Radio Free Brooklyn app, which is available wherever you get your apps. That's including the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store, and uh, just about anywhere else. Now, this is Young Persons Radio. I'm your host, Colby Smith, and my guest today is a comedian, actor, and writer who can be seen most often as part of... Yeah, strap in for this. <laughs> who can be seen most often as part of the comedy group Ladies Who Ranch, who perform every month at the Brooklyn Comedy Collective at the Brick Theater in Williamsburg. She has also written and performed a number of comedic plays at that venue as part of the theater group Two Guys, Two Girls. She is also... One of the hosts of the Doctor Phone Comedy Hour, which airs every Sunday afternoon from one to two p.m. one to two p.m. on KPIS FM, which I guess makes us bitter enemies. <laughs> it's Kelly Cooper. Uh, hello. Hello. Hey, Colby. Thanks for coming. Ah, thanks for having me. I'm excited you're here. Uh, uh, lots to talk about. Lots going on. Oh, we have so- we have years to catch up on. <laughs> It's true. We've known each other for a very long time. It's true. Since uh, the thriving days of UCB. I know. Gosh. Bygone era. I think I was maybe 11 or 12 back then. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm 28. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. We uh, we had uh, Kelly Quinn on the show last week. Oh, nice. uh, She was talking mad shit about UCB. Oh, my God. From the inside. Oh, I love that. Our inside man. I love comedy gossip uh, in a in a kind of a toxic way. <laughs> I love making sure this community uh, is at each other's throats. <laughs> yeah, constantly. But what's going on? You having a nice spring? I am. I'm having. I'm actually in a really good place right now. Oh wow, yeah. that's huge. Um, I I think mainly because I'm I'm working at this high end catering company. And cool. I get to cater a number of high-end events. Uh, I catered one yesterday, and I have a couple celebrities. Here we go. That I think you should guess who they are. Oh, I should guess who they are? So this was an art benefit at a museum upstate. Okay. Uh, I've got one already. Okay. Well, I've got two. Okay. Alec Baldwin. No. Chloe Sevigny? No. Is that closer? Are great, great guesses. <laughs> Are they? Is that close? Which direction should I go in? Um. Okay. They're one is Broadway focused. Perhaps mm. one of the most well-known Broadway starlets. Oh, I. Mm, yes. And then the other one is a hot, is a hot guy. Okay. Just a hot, big, tall, hot guy. H. 
of HBO fame. Okay, Richard Madden. No. Is it Madden? I don't know who that is. He's he's uh, Rob Stark. <laughs> that shrug. People can't see that shrug, but it it was epic. <laughs> um, I think I should just tell you. Okay. Um, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh yeah. Uh, hot, hot, as hot and tall as ever. Okay. He's looking good, and he seems like he's in good spirits. Well, that's great to know. Um, yeah, I knew, I know you're a fan. I am. And he was in uh, the little drummer girl. I knew it was going to get that reaction. What? <laughs> the little drummer girl was this, uh, John le Carre spy adaptation on AMC last year. And boy, did he kill it in that. And boy, does no one want to hear about it. <laughs> I think I remember him best from big little lies when he broke his penis. <laughs> what in half? <laughs> yeah. Or it, it like he like breaks his penis and he has to go to the hospital. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen that show? I, I have seen it, but I I don't think I've seen that episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, kind of a pivotal. You moment. excited for Streep? <laughs> this is a tangent, but uh, um. Streep's yes. Oh yeah. Season. Yeah. She plays his mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wants to know what happened. What happened? <laughs> and uh, and honestly, maybe a lot of his kind of behaviors due to her character traits. Mm. If I'm kind of putting myself in the writer's room. Actually, it's based off a book. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe there's no real invention happening. <laughs> okay, so he's there. Yeah, he's there. He's at this art thing. He's there. He's tall, <clears throat> hot. And then yeah. the other starlet, Miss Glenn Close. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's big. See, that I think is closer to the... Alec Baldwin side of the spectrum. Yeah, I introduced. yeah. And she uh, looked, she looked happy. She looked gorgeous. I bet. Kind of a powder blue suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get to on Monday. I get to cater the Met Gala. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Holy shit! I know. I'm so excited. Man, you're gonna see some. If you were impressed by uh, Glenn Close. Oh my God! Just wait till you see freaking Rihanna at this. Freaking Rihanna. <laughs> see Rick and Morty. <laughs> Rick and Morty Rick here and at Morty. the uh, Met Gala. I feel like um, that was like a Teen Choice Awards thing that we would see where they would have like cartoons show up to uh, award shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I think Met Gala is kind of known for. <laughs> Having cartoon characters show up? Yeah. 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 You should have seen what uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo was wearing last year. <laughs> I kind of like a kind of like a long gown. <laughs> Male gown. Yeah. Yeah, he cross dressed. <laughs> like <laughs> no one yeah, and he was celebrated. That's right. <clears throat> so you got the Met Gala coming up. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. I'm going to the Met Gala. I mean you kind of I've are never been able to say that before. No. I mean hopefully this is the first of many times. Absolutely. You'll get to go. Yeah. I plan on um kind of telling the celebrities who notice me mm-hmm. that you know, one day I plan to be here as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they'll... Uh, I think they'll respect you. Yeah. When you say it. And they'll be interested. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, tell me about your story. For sure. <laughs> uh, was uh, uh, Well, I'll tell you a little bit about Glenn Close. Um, 
Glenn Close is toxic. Reverse toxic masculinity. That's right. <laughs> Actually, can I tell you about my favorite Broadway starlet? <laughs> oh yes. Oh, oh, I forgot she was on Broadway this season. Oh, this is yeah. a this is a, 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 a movie. I thought you were talking about um, uh, like uh, Parker Posey or somebody like that. Mm. That would have been a good one, also. Mm-hmm. I bet she's at the Met Gala. Oh yeah, I'll you, say hi. You're the first guest to be eating. <laughs> yes, I'm glad. Now everyone knows. <laughs> we'll take it out of the uh, we'll take it out of the podcast cool. version. Uh, so many things to talk to you about. First, you and I both host radio shows on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yep. You on uh, K Piss, our rival station. Right. Me here, We're Radio Free Mortal Brooklyn. enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are kind of going for the. Oh, we've got a studio and a trailer. It's a RV, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's got a little a, bigger. It's got a wheel. It's got. A, you can drive it. Yeah. You ever tried to drive that thing? Impossible. Let's say we're taking K Piss on the road. <laughs> we're gonna gas it up. There's no way that thing can drive. You and you and Thomas Rocconi. <laughs> Getting like a really big red like gas, you know what I'm talking about? Gas tank, and then you're just like <laughs> filling up the campus station. Yeah, Thomas and I will get a gas a tank of gas, and then we'll t- we'll drive it out of the enclosed parking lot it sits in, and uh, and then kind of host a radio show on the road. Oh, and- this you know what this sounds like, Kelly? Hmm. A movie, dude. Whoa! You guys like burst through the fence. Just <laughs> <laughs> like hit ninety five and start driving. Wow, where would? Yeah, we could go to all kinds of cool places in Connecticut, upstate New York. Yeah, and you're like interviewing people the whole time. Yeah, that's like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should sell it. Okay, you should oh, yeah. pitch it. It sucks that you can't take this radio station on the road. It is I a think, real problem. Um. Maybe kind of like an inferior trait about this place. I can't even take it upstairs. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> they have free coffee upstairs. I would like to do it. Oh, uh, that's can't, nice. Can't get up there. Okay. But let's talk about what you got going on. Oh. Um, you got a solo show coming up? Oh, yeah, I do. So <clears throat> Sunday Night News is this. Uh, hmm, how do I explain it? So my mother was a news reporter, and so my goal in life is to kind of satirically do the news uh, so that I can follow in her footsteps in a troll-like way. Uh-huh. So uh, it's the show is about a pathetic news reporter trying to follow in her mom's footsteps, but clearly cannot. She's just bad at her job. <laughs> um, but it's it's hard because... It's this idea that I love so much and I want to take it. I, I, I want this to be like a television show. Mm-hmm. And so I'm having a lot of trouble writing this solo show because I hold it so precious in my head. And I'm like, oh, oh anything sure. I put down is going to be bad. And yeah, then I'm going to ruin this idea that I've built up in my head. But I think maybe that's just a common struggle. <laughs> yeah. I definitely have that where it's just like my the extent of my like mental fleshing out of an idea is like mm-hmm. I get the premise and then I'm just my brain is like and you know after that it'll just like be good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like no specific ideas to make that happen. Yeah, and it's funny cuz I feel like every time I do a play that's really well rehearsed 
it always pays off. I'm like, wow, thank God I put in those hours yeah. to make this show so good. And and with this one, I'm like, right now, I think I'm procrastinating and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can like improvise this and improvise that. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to translate so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so expect like a fully scripted show with... um Caroline Yost will be making an appearance. I think we'll be kind of having like a tap dance battle uh, as you do in the newsroom. (laughs) And Ian Lockwood, who's just fantastic. Sure. Uh, He's a fantastic comedian. Uh, Thomas, a good friend, is directing. It should be good. I think this will kind of be the first go at the solo version of the show and then Mm -hmm. hopefully evolve it over time. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, you've done a number of these of like plays at The Brick. Uh, yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. The Brick. So like the Brick Theater is this like old ass theater in Williamsburg and the Brooklyn Comedy Collective is this like resident comedy collective, mm-hmm. I guess, that Wednesdays through Sundays, they just have like the primetime comedy slots. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been really cool. It's yeah. a lot of like old. It's mostly old annoyance yeah. folks yeah um minus the ones who have since gotten famous mm-hmm. <laughs> and um which is a lot of them which is several <laughs> yeah and it's cool it's not like the same uh, for for listeners who never made it to the annoyance theater the annoyance was this magical <laughs> dark basement it is crazy how l- relatively short amount of time it was operational yeah. here and it looms so large over the scene still it was so i remember having conversations during like the height of the annoyance kind of like buzz and mm. just being like wow this is so special yeah like all the stuff that's happening here and uh it was just like a really it was a really great place yeah it, it kind of lives on i guess in the yeah. in the uh, the bc i mean it's not the same by any means but uh yeah um but a lot of the same people and yeah same spirit mm-hmm. but yeah, the shows I work there too, so I'm definitely like uh, watching s- uh, most of the shows. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's been fun. It's a real theater, which is new. Yes. So there's like stadium seats and lights and backstage, <laughs> yeah. and there's a bar. So come check it out. It's a very cool place to hang. Yeah. Well, no, there's not really a hangout area. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, I don't mean, <laughs> I mean like hang out and like sit at the bar with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool place to spend time, yes, I guess okay. I should say. Yeah. That's, uh, thank you for clarifying. Uh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, whatever. Oh, actually, yeah. To hang out. In regards to hanging out, mm. there is a bar on the corner called Junior and Sons, and we think it's all run by the mob. Nice. So if you're looking for a place after a BCC show to go to, it's not there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to Junior and Sons. Yeah. If you're looking for a place to hang out after you see a comedy show and maybe order a hit on somebody, <laughs> that would be Junior and Sons. I'll take a gin and tonic and um, can you whack this guy? <laughs> Did you whack this guy who insulted my wife? <laughs> uh, yeah, the BCC is great. It's cool. Yeah. So yeah. did you watch The Sandman on SNL last night? No. <laughs> no. I ha- Well, I've, 
I honestly have set aside time tonight to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I a, love Adam Sandler. What's not to love? Well, his he's okay. Yeah. Politically, you know, now that I say it, conservative. You know, now that I say it, there may be one or one or two things, but yeah. In but, general, yeah, he's great. I think his comedy special got him yes. back in the hearts of people. It definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent fresh. Yeah, he kind of went down a done a little. You know, you're on the highway of comedy. You go off an exit and you kind of kind of stay there for about 12 years. <laughs> and then you get back on the highway of comedy. By doing a Netflix special. By doing a Netflix special. Yeah. 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 I so, want every every fired SNL cast member should get one. Absolutely. I, I want to see the Chris Kattan special. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I want to see. Um, oh, uh. Oh my God, Jenny Slate was on SNL. Yeah, wasn't she? She famously like dropped the f bomb. Yeah, uh, and was like promptly fired. Yeah, uh, that's which crazy. Is crazy because people do much worse much, things. I mean, yeah. Let's not even get into no the uh, weekend update anchors. It's a, it's a separate kind of a separate podcast in itself. Yeah, we'll I save think. that for when Seth Simons is on. Oh, <laughs> I love Seth. Me too. I'm such a fan. Anyway, before we get too inside. <laughs> yes. So uh, so we both host uh, radio shows on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yours is at one o'clock. Mine is happening now, famously. Uh-huh. So I thought it would be fun if you and I compiled a list of uh, Gary Goldman-esque tips for hosting a radio show on Sundays. I don't know who that is. Oh, it's this it's this comedian who's been doing these uh, this like six month long Twitter thing now where oh. he's doing like stand up tips uh every once in a while. And some of them are some of them are genuinely interesting and insightful and others are like, write about your family. I, and this isn't okay this is an earnest It's it completely in earnest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we should get kind of earnest with ourselves. Definitely. About what we Yeah. Okay. I, I have one to kick things off. All right. This is tip number one. Apologize to every guest for making them do something on a Sunday, no matter how much they say they don't mind and want to come on. <laughs> That's tip number one. I I think I have to agree with you on that. <laughs> because there is a kind of guilt associated with um, this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, on the other hand, I uh, K-Piss is kind of a cool place. It is a cool People place. People are excited to go. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. No, it's got it's got cred. Is that, it has yeah. street cred. Um uh I'll give you a little insider uh insider Radio Free Brooklyn gossip now. Okay. I used to have the sports show after me. They have since left, so I can I can talk about this openly. <laughs> But for, I'm not kidding you, a solid year, they kept the guy, the guy who was like the main host kept, he would talk to me like every other week about, he's just like, I'm sick of this place. I'm going to go to (laughs) K-Piss. But then it never happened. It never happened. And then he just quit and didn't go anywhere else. As if like, that's a thing to do. I think it's only because. Capus is like geographically close to here. Yeah. You know, 
Uh, I feel like programming wise, we're like pretty distinct. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but just it like because of that in my in like his mind, they are like enemy stations. That's so funny. Oh, I love creating a rivalry that doesn't exist. That's what we got to do now. Well, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, OK, I have a tip. Which is don't if you're going to book guests, don't do it the night before. I've. Kind of fallen into this pattern uh-huh. for the six to eight months I've had the Dr. Phone comedy hour uh-huh. on KPIS. And yeah, it gets hard. Yeah. It gets hard when, um, and then you kind of fall back on guests who are kind of always around or always yes. down to do it, which yes. is totally fun. But uh, then you just feel kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Then you apologize. So <laughs> yeah. No matter you. what, it ends with an apology. Yeah. <laughs> it either starts or ends with one. Yeah. Sorry for asking you last minute. It's nothing personal. <laughs> it's just I didn't think of you till now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like getting booked on a show the day of. You're like, oh, that's sweet that other people couldn't do your show. <laughs> <laughs> or like someone dropped out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Ugh, the worst. Yeah. Here's my next tip. Okay. Save all of your preparation for the morning of so that you, without fail, wake up in sheer panic. <laughs> do you do this? I think with most things. <laughs> outside of radio. Yeah, yeah. Some other tips. Promotion. You guys promote yours? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> you I get think, it listed? No, absolutely yeah. not. Well, okay, I have one. When uh, when you're talking to someone on the radio, it's important not to talk over each other mm-hmm. because nobody wants to listen to someone, two people interrupting each other for an hour. <laughs> I mean, we've all had rough childhoods. <laughs> it's too triggering it is. to hear that. Um, yeah, that's one thing I. We do improv on there. We do music mm-hmm. and then we do just little improv scenes and it's, it's a lot of fun, but I think there's kind of this also fun thing about hearing yourself on the radio that makes you want to talk more. Uh, yes. As opposed to performance where, you know, there's a lot of other things that you're looking at, like other people and timing and blah, blah, blah. And with radio, you're just like, wow, I sound good. <laughs> There's so much space for me to fill. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm a fan of silence. (laughs) Yeah, I want to get better at using silence Mm -hmm. (laughs) on this show. Just the well-timed pause is everything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's hear another tip. Another tip from me, speaking of uh, uh, promotion. Do virtually none beyond the occasional Instagram story because marketing feels gross. (laughs) Quote, unquote. I, do you really think that marketing feels gross? Well, I don't, some things no, but other times, like, you know, we do the show every week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes it does. Yeah, I agree. Uh, But you also have to do it. I think, here's a hot take. Mm. Even though it feels gross to you to market so much, mm-hmm. I'm if someone is promoting their show a lot, I'm never like, 
Ugh. Oh, I know. Colby's promoting a show like twice. <laughs> like I'm not gonna listen. Yeah. I'm tuned out. Yeah. I think it's more like Oh yeah, Colby does a show. Maybe I'll listen. Yeah, yeah. I definitely it works on me for sure. Like if people are posting a lot about like uh like a show they have coming up and yeah. it's like it's like several times over the course of like a week and a half, I'm just like, Well, this must be a big show. Yeah, right. You're really getting into it. Yeah. I think but we all do it so much to where I think it makes us feel <laughs> scum, like scum. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the other thing is to, I mean, not to, not to blow smoke, but, uh, you are up to so many things. Yeah. Uh, it, it it's gotta be tough to, uh, now nah, you're, you hate this now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tell gotta me. be tough to like selectively like yeah. choose which things to like go uh, hard on. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, cause you want your friend, you know, uh, most of the people who I'm talking to are my friends. Yeah. And you got to figure out which one you actually want them to listen to. Right. Yeah. Right. <sighs> it's impossible. Let's do another tip. Another tip. Another tip. I would say uh, we we typically bring candy and coffee and sometimes the occasional beer. Hmm. Is this a uh, 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 passive aggressive dig at me for not having uh, refreshments here? Well, I guess na- oh, now it is. Yeah. <laughs> now that I've brought attention to it. Yeah. We, uh, we typically load up on uh, disgusting food to make <laughs> the experience more enjoyable. Okay. Interesting note. I will take it to heart. <laughs> I'm going to have some Swedish fish in here next week for Everyone people. Everyone gets one Swedish fish. I mean, you have like a lot of cleaning supplies in here. <laughs> yeah, that we do. And you know, there's a fridge. Wonder what's in there. I tell you what, not a damn thing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, it certainly looks cool. Yeah, it's got some fun stickers on it. Yeah. Now, Kelly. Yes. This well, first of all, I want to remind everybody, 718-928-9732 is our number. That's 718-928-9732 if you'd like to call in, and I certainly suggest you do so. But you and I now are going to segue into this show's only recurring segment. This is a series of questions uh, developed over years of study of the world's greatest interviewers, um, uh, Terry Gross. Shankar Vedantam, Pete Holmes, and that's where the list stops. Uh, oh, Preet Bharara, I guess. You know who he is? No. He's the former Southern District of New York attorney who has a podcast now. Oh, no. Where he talks about, like, the news. Oh. Anyway, studying him has informed this list of questions. This is the Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire. Great. First question. <clears throat> who is an actor or actress who every time they come on screen, you find yourself going, oh, neat. Um, oh, that's a good question. Cool. Oh, oh. Who's that guy in uh, Girls Who Played... Ray. Oh, he has a complicated last. I think it's Alex Karpovsky. Yeah. That's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, he think, is awesome. Yeah, I love him. And when I see him, you know why I say that? Because sometimes I'll see him in Williamsburg 
And yeah. I say, oh, neat. <laughs> he is like around uh, in a way that a lot of those other people aren't. Yeah. Um, he also, uh, uh, not to bring it all back to improv, but he's the one who made that, that TJ and Dave documentary. He like directed that. Isn't that wild? Oh. No, now you're out on him. <laughs> Oh, no, I ruined it for you. You're not going to say, oh, need anymore. You're going to boo him on the street. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I think that's cool. And yeah. I watched that documentary. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's cool. Second question. Okay. Say you're stricken ill. Okay. What show do you put on while you heal? Game of Thrones. Really? I've never seen it. Oh, okay. So you've just been like meaning to, to Gets, binge it. Meaning to binge it while getting sick. <laughs> Uh, that's, it's a specific plan I've had Okay. for the next time I kind of get a illness that takes me maybe two to three weeks to get over, um, measles perhaps. Sure. I mean, There's it could one. happen. It absolutely could. It could happen any day. Um, I, I would say game of Thrones. Mm. I just want to get in on the hype. Total, I mean, you're running out of time. I know. You got to get sick soon. <laughs> Do you know anyone who's sick? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll connect you. Thank you. That was a pause from earlier. Question three. If you must go to a live sporting event, mm-hmm. what sport are you seeing? I would say... Oh, okay. So... The Yankees. Here we go. Uh, are the baseball team here? Yes. The only one. Who's their biggest rivalry? Oh. You know what? Let's see what Google has to say. Yankees' biggest rival. Because I don't know the answer to this. Uh, and it feels like baseball rivalries are lame. Well, in my... In this, oh, of, of course, it's the Red Sox. The Red Sox. Okay, yes. <laughs> That's embarrassing. So... It's going to... Another moment. We'll edit out later. Go on. So, I want to be sitting in whatever the good seats are in a baseball match with between the Yankees and the Red Sox, and I want to be decked out in... Yankees gear. Mm-hmm. I want to be wearing a ball cap. I want a big beer in one hand, a hot dog in the other. Yes. And I want to be surrounded by my friends who are all huge fans who kind of unapologetically are into the game and know all the facts about each player, the history, um, kind of like where the best, best food places are in the stadium. Like I want to be in the company of, of freaks. <laughs> And then I'm going to pretend to be a part of that culture mm-hmm. for however long the game is. Let's a couple say, hours. Yeah, two to nine hours. <laughs> haven't been to a game in a while. And that's what I want out of a, a sporting experience. It's totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not just popping by and watching. No, no, no. You want to be in it. I want to be in it because I find sports culture to be something that I have never felt a part of Mm -hmm. ever since uh, late 90s, early 2000s, Sacramento Kings era of sports. Okay. Um, That's when I was kind of into basketball by by location-based sports pride. But other than that, I haven't really felt 
attached to any sports teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's very fair. Yeah. Especially, I feel like it's hard to get into them here too. Yeah. Uh, I feel like There's New so York. There's so much other cool stuff. <laughs> well, I, I just feel like New York sports teams are bad and <laughs> their fans are bad. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I think like it's, I, I remember I was working at a Trader Joe's in San Fran or in Berkeley, like when the San Francisco Giants won the World Series. And that was like people, my boss like stopped working to call his wife <laughs> and like people were cheering in the streets. Like people took off work to go to the parade the next day. And I was like, wow, I wish I felt this. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't like force it either. Right. You know, well, that's ex- exactly what I'm trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll, maybe it's a fake until you make it situation. Yeah. Where if you just do it enough times, then you start to feel it. Yeah. But then you've got to invest all that time. True. It's expensive. It is expensive. I'll say this, though. Baseball game, easiest one to go to and just hang out. True. You can just talk to your friends the whole time, and then you you pay attention for, like, the last inning if you're still there. Right. I went to a baseball game, I think, last 4th of July, and Mm -hmm. I was so high in the stands. And also Ah. very stoned. (laughs) And uh, I just kind of spaced out for yeah. most of the just game. Just enjoyed the nice day. Yeah. 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 It was okay. Yeah. It's okay. It was okay. They're okay. Exactly. Question four. First concert you saw as a teen? Britney Spears. That's awesome. That's a really good one. Um, It was, what was the music video where she was in the red suit? Oh, is it Oops, I Did It Again? Yes. Yeah. It was like that had just come out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's really good. Yeah. I really wanted to see, I mean, this is uh, crazy, but I wanted to see her Vegas show. I bet. Oh, it got canceled, right? Uh, well, I don't know if it got canceled. I, I do know that it's not running anymore. Yeah. But it, she did it for a long time. Yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I don't know if that's the equivalent. I don't know how it works out there. I don't know if that's the equivalent of it getting, like, canceled. Uh, like, a Broadway show will, like, close early. I don't think it closed oh, early. I imagine she just had a run. Yeah. Yeah. She, do you follow her on Instagram? Uh, no, but I'm about to. It's a treasure trove. <laughs> it is, she is a fascinating person mm-hmm. in the saddest way. Oh. Uh, just check it out. Well, you got to see her at, at the hype. I at did. The, or the hype, the height the of hype. her powers. And you know what's crazy is she must have been in her early 20s then, mm-hmm. which is insane insane because she'd already been famous for so long at yeah. that point she, baby one more time she was like a teenager mm-hmm. when that came out which yeah i think she was 18 yeah when it came out insane insane yeah i mean many many have spoken not on this show as much but many <laughs> have spoken about the way we destroyed britney spears yeah. as a society yeah uh, and it's all that's all clear in her instagram account oh good yeah. well i can't wait I can't wait to get a daily reminder of what I'm what I'm responsible for. Yeah. <laughs> Question five. What's an Internet trend that drives you nuts? Oh, can I be real with you? Yeah. Here we go. Oh, boy. Hot take city. I think maybe everyone feels this way. People posting uh, Instagram stories of hanging out with people mm-hmm. in circles of friends makes me, I don't care, <laughs> but I, 
I'm really it's like what it does to me mentally yep. just makes me question oh I don't know I can't even talk about it I feel exactly the same way about this like it's not that big of a deal but I'm no. seeing it and now I know and I wish I didn't yeah I don't want to know that people are hanging out with like certain people mm-hmm. and that like it's like this weird kind of like undisclosed like status thing it definitely is oh it makes me so mad yeah but then i do it all the time so it's like (laughs) well you got to get these people back (laughs) exactly you gotta get your revenge yeah no i I feel the exact same way even if it's like if it's like coming home on the train after a, a, a night out with buds where i had a perfectly great time right i'll like see that like other people went to a certain place or like a certain combination of people were hanging out together and I'll just be like, oh, <laughs> right. And it's so dumb because like I think maybe before this was a trend two or three years ago, mm-hmm. nobody was really that this wasn't a thing that people did. No, there was no like fo- it's just like FOMO has always been a problem. And this is like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's making it so much worse. Right. I also think it it. It's a uniquely Instagram story problem. Yeah. I didn't I feel like I didn't have it when it was just people like posting pics like on the feed. Right. Because then friends. you're like, this could have happened last night, but also could have happened a couple of weeks ago. Right. I yeah. Don't know. Instead of getting the real time mm-hmm. updates of yeah. what song everyone's doing at karaoke that you weren't yeah. invited to. Actually, let me get a little Instagram story of you right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. This'll this'll work. Cool. And okay. I'll tag you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Everyone needs to know that we're... Yeah, here we go. Yeah, we're just on the air right now. Uh, call in, everybody, at 718-928-9732. You can talk to us. You can uh, get our takes on the NBA playoffs uh, or whatever else is going on. Get in. <laughs> Sorry, I stopped it. What? <laughs> everybody check out Kelly's Instagram. That's uh, at... Um. Kelly C. Cooper on the radio. Yeah, there we go. This is good. This is the first time anyone has participated in the thing that drives them nuts live on the air. Kolb Kolb about town. Yeah, that needs to be changed. I've never said your Instagram handle out loud. I kind of bank on people not doing it. Yeah. Kolb Kolb about town. At Kolb about town. Man, every time you say it, I, my stomach turns in knots. Okay, cool. God. Question six. You find yourself in a casino. Already liking this question. You look down in your hand. What's that? It's $200 worth of chips. This money did not come from your bank account. You did not get cash back on your credit card. It's free money in your hand. Which game do you play first? Like a really colorful slot machine. <laughs> like uh, something that looks like a video game. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. One that that I can just sit there and just press a button and watch the colors fly. Yeah. Well, but you, they, you don't get the like the lever, the lever pull down. You can. I, I've I've been to a casino recently with free money. Oh, really? And OK, so this is not even a hypothetical question. No, this is I went to a casino in. Reno. Whoa. 
with my dad. Reno, Nevada. Yes, Reno, Nevada, as they say. And he said, here's $20. There we go. Uh, I'm a daddy's girl. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a daddy's girl. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I guess I'll go pick the most interesting looking machine. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I, that's all I did. And you get free drinks in casinos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah that's, and you can smoke in them. Uh-huh. It's a real, like, it's a blast from the past. Yeah. My, pa- my mom and aunt, my whole family is like kind of, they're like big casino people. Oh, really? Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of this new thing I've recently discovered. I love it. <laughs> it is so, it is such a interesting, like, somehow comforting culture. Yeah. It's thrilling. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. It's also just like, I mean, I get that it's like gambling can be like a problem for people. I mean, for for losers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But if you say like, I'm going to spend $80 tonight and if I lose it, whatever. It's like if you're in like, that's what you would pay on a on a ticket to see like a Vegas show. Sure. It's the same thing. You're having a good time. Yeah. And uh I feel maybe this because this was in a Twin Peaks. Here we go. Episode. Oh, we should talk about Twin Peaks then. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I feel like the the whole idea with casinos is like there's so much optimism, but at the same time, absolute devastation in one place. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you go in and you're like manifesting luck out of thin air. Yeah. Just like, oh, t- today's the day, sun, and and then you go and you lose everything, and it's devastating. Yeah. And I think there's kind of this, like, American dream happening in casinos all the time. Yeah. Where people, so people who are well off are not going to casinos, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. So it's, there's all this kind of false hope that I think is very interesting. I think so, too. Are you referring specifically to the most recent Twin Peaks season? Yeah. 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 What'd you think of that? I haven't finished it because okay. it was so scary. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you like currently watching it? I was for a little bit. I think I stopped like midway. Okay. Because okay. there was this one episode. It was so scary. Is and this I, the, the nuclear bomb yes. one? Oh my God. It's the greatest. Oh, it's so cool. I don't know if I can watch it. I would say that's the scariest one. Okay. If you can get past that one. Great. I mean, other scary stuff happens. Uh, but that one is, oh, it's horrifying. Yeah. It's just so good. I it's so cool. It messed me up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, uh, this is the water, this is the well uh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even say it. I'm going to cue it up <laughs> while we do, while we finish the questionnaire. <laughs> Karaoke, open bar or private room? Private room. Yes, that's the only answer, I think. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> I'm working. Um, uh, well, uh, I think karaoke is a experience, and it can be certainly diluted by an open bar. And I don't want to see strangers sing songs. Mm-hmm. Karaoke is all about me and my friends. I 100% agree with this. This girl, I was at a karaoke bar the other night in Greenpoint, and this girl, this white woman, 
decided to sing several rap songs oh, in a row. No. Yeah, this always happens, I feel like. And and she wasn't even there was it, there was a real earnesty to how she was doing it. Mm-hmm. And she was straight faced, so she, it wasn't like a bit she was doing with her friends, which would have been awful. But regardless, there was no kind of like take on this. She was just kind of like singing, you know, Gangster's Paradise. Oh, wow. Because she wanted to. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. That's rough. It was really rough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're in a private room with a controlled group, you don't need to sit through that. No. Or if you do, you can. have you ever done the thing where you like skip someone's bad song? No. Like they start off singing a thing and then you push skip. <laughs> no, that's awful. I would recommend this the next time you do it. It's wow. very satisfying to do. To do it to the friend who chooses uh uh maybe Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. <laughs> I, uh I was in a karaoke private karaoke room for a friend's birthday and someone it was me and my boyfriend at the time who were both comedians and then like no one no one else there was a comedian mm-hmm. and, and this guy sang the tenacious d oh, song sure. he's uh, the funny one and he sang it so accurately for like all the nuances in the what's the song uh the greatest song in the world mm-hmm. they're the best song in the world he kind of started off like me and my friend Kyle here just just very like accurately following the recording and it was so oh sad <laughs> but everyone else really loved it <laughs> so i was like oh i guess we're the outsiders <laughs> who can't really enjoy this anymore <laughs> but that's so it's really funny. oh my god between man there is something in between these these moments you've described of just like like so, it's the saddest karaoke performance ever and also a family losing everything at a casino <laughs> Back to back. <laughs> These are the today's subjects. the day, son, and then you lose everything. And meanwhile, someone is singing a way too accurate Jack Black song. These are the subjects that interest me. <laughs> I find pleasure in in sadness. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> this is the final question in the questionnaire. Okay. What's the dumbest thing that's ever made you cry? Oh no. I saw the movie Gloria Bell by myself a couple weeks ago. Oh wow. And I cried. I mean, I heard it was great. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Maybe that's not a stupid thing. Is it like manipulative in that it makes you cry or is it like genuinely did you find it like genuinely moving? I found it genuinely that's moving. That's awesome. Okay, it wasn't stupid then. Yeah. Yeah. See, we saved it. Yay. But I tell you what, that the trailer for that, where it has the song Gloria by Laura Branigan. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that song, dude. He would. <laughs> it's all about how Gloria sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't realize it the first time because that keyboard is so happy. Yeah. But then it's like, thank Gloria. Oh. They've all got your number, but nobody's calling. Yeah, just like this radio show. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, Kelly Cooper. Yes. At Kelly C. Cooper. At Kelly C. Cooper. We are just about out of time. No.
Any final thoughts? Any plugs? Where can people find you? Oh. Sunday Night News is May 22nd. May 20. It's a Wednesday. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I named it Sunday Night News. <laughs> it's on a Wednesday. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm doing it. The Dramedians, which is a play that I have with Maya Sharma and Brett Davis, Philippe Depoy and Sam Laney are at Union Hall on June 2nd. That's a Sunday. That's a good show. Mm. Um, other than that, just kind of say hi in person <laughs> or online, whatever. Don't boo you like you're Alex Karpovsky. <laughs> Don't, yeah. If you see me yeah, biking by... Say, oh, neat. But if you see Alex Karpovsky, flip him the bird. (laughs) 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 We're doing an improv documentary. (laughs) Well, awesome. Uh, Cool. Well, thanks so much for coming. It was so fun to have you on and talk to you for an hour. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, Everybody should stick around for Two Thumbs Undecided, which is coming up in mere uh, uh, moments. This is Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Keep Radio Free Brooklyn on all day. Uh, So I found this video that we should go out to. This is uh, this video is called. So I want to address this quickly. This video is called Twin Peaks. This is the water. This is the well. Eight hour loop. But the last two words sleep aid. Okay. How this would keep me up. <laughs> That's the opposite of what. So let's hear this and then just play <laughs> play it out for the rest of the show. Okay. Here we go. The water. And this is the well. <laughs> Drink full and descend. The horse is the white of the eyes and dark within. This, this, this eight-hour sleep. This, oh this no! Oil. Oh my god! Full. Oh. oh, okay. The first comment. The first comment on this video is. Thanks. I slept well, but I think I have something stuck in my throat. And this is the well. Oh, all right. We can't do this. <laughs> we gotta do something else. We'll find a. Oh wow! Recommended video is Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Jesus Christ! What a disaster the end of the show is. This is also terrifying. This would not help me sleep one bit. Okay, here's the new Vampire Weekend song. <laughs> Kelly, thanks so much for coming. Thank you. We'll catch you on the flip side. You guys doing Dr. Phone today? Oh, yeah. Nice. So everybody, too, uh, I'm going to give you special permission. Thank you. To switch over from uh, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn that you're listening to all morning and tune into KPIS from 1 to 2 p.m. Catch uh, Kelly and the gang. Dr. Phone Comedy Hour. Who's the guest today? We got Aton Bachlin oh. and, and Caroline Doyle. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a power duo. Absolutely. I love both of them. Aton's been on this show. Have not had Caroline yet, but I'm trying to. She's trying to make the circuit. <laughs> well, good. That's good to know. <laughs> All right. We're leaving for real this time, everybody. Thanks for listening and stick around. Thanks, Kelly. Bye. Coca-Cola and red wine.
Now.